Welcome to Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on WSOU.net, WSOU 89.5 FM, and on the iTunes podcast. Welcome back to our show, and we're so pleased to have Mr. Jim Smith, who is a regular on our program of GAN Analysis, LLC. Jim, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me, Daryl. It's great to be back here again. Absolutely. So today is September... 22nd. Today is the September 22nd. So this show is being recorded today at the urgency of my good friend, Jim, as he wants to talk about what's going on in the stock market. So it is being recorded on a Tuesday and it will be on the podcast tonight because he thinks there's some predictions that will happen later on in the week. So to my guests who are hearing this when this will broadcast a couple of weeks later, our apologies, but uh, I wanted to accommodate uh, this recording to provide my good friend the ability to show the beauty, the beauty of what he does with his GAN analysis. So, Jim, let's let's get right to it. So, what's the hot news? What what's happening with the S and P? Uh, what's you, you think there's going to be a sell off? Give us some detailed information about that. Well, in fact, one of the things that's interesting about today, uh, most people don't pay attention, but it is the first day of autumn. This is the fall equinox, September twenty second. And WD GAN believed that there was some seasonality to uh, commodities, but also to the stock market. So if you do a chart, you can see that oftentimes a market will change trend in sync with the seasonal change dates. So spring equinox, fall equinox, or the winter solstice or the summer solstice, you'll see. If you look at and you study the charts, you'll see sometimes they change trend in sync with the change of the seasons. And so technically it's possible you might even see a change today, but I think it's more likely we're gonna turn down toward the end of the week. Uh, Friday is 180 solar degree count up from the March 23rd low, which um, I know a lot of people are gonna say, what, what the heck is a solar degree count? Well, the idea is that if you take a circle, there are 360 degrees if you draw a circle and one revolution uh, for the Earth around the sun is 365 days, but it's actually 360 degrees um, geometrically. So when Gann talked about cycles, he often used solar degrees rather than calendar days. Um, so uh, solar degrees are gonna be slightly different, but um, the idea is there's 365 days in a year, but only 360 solar degrees in one one year. So you're, you're saying that uh, it might be that it was 300, excuse me, uh, 180 calendar days earlier in the week into a likely turn. But if that doesn't trigger it, it might be the solar degree count, which doesn't come due until Friday. So I think it's more likely Friday. I think we're just trading sideways here. I don't think anything's going to happen today, tomorrow, uh, Thursday. I think it'll probably be Friday or Monday. And none of this is etched in stone. For all I know, we get done with the interview and 
market falls out of bed this afternoon or tomorrow. It could happen. Um, the basic idea on GAN is that you want to look at a range of cycles when they're coming due and, and don't get too fussed about the fact that you could be off by a few days. So when I say Friday is the ideal day, keep in mind, you know, a little fudge factor. It could be a couple of days before, or it could be a couple of days after. Um, so that's the concept. You just want to be ready for the stock market to sell off. That's all I'm saying. So how long have you, you been involved in utilizing uh, WDGAN and analytics for your analysis? I started in the early 90s and um, I opened or I started my company in 2001, but I, I'd been studying GAN since the early 90s. And I did, I thought it was something interesting. I pursued it as a hobby for about 10 years. And then, and then I decided to launch the company in 2001 and been doing it ever since. So, and so based on what you you said about okay you, you know your, your best your best guess because nobody nobody knows right I yeah, mean, nobody, nobody's no, gonna be no, nobody has a crystal this. ball yeah. but yeah. what anecdotal evidence do you have over the years where you were close you know may, maybe it didn't happen on a friday but maybe it happened that thursday or maybe it happened a couple of days later do you keep a track of how close you are that you can share with our audience well, um, back in 2011, I warned my clients in August of 2011 that, you know, we're 144 months up from low. Uh, 144 is a big number for GAN if it's trading days or weeks or months. The concept is the 144 number is powerful. And if a market has rallied into sort of a bubble top 144 months, you have a pretty good idea that it's likely to turn down. And so I warned clients that pretty much caught the high for gold. And uh, now, ironically, uh, with the NASDAQ, uh, for those of your listeners who have a chart in front of them, <clears throat> just go back and look at the NASDAQ from the low in November of 2008. Um, you count months up into November of 2020. That'd be 12 years or 144 months. And Gann always said, you should start looking for change the month prior to the cycle completion. So it, it's perfectly possible that the NASDAQ tech stock bubble is going to start turning down here as you know we move into October. And so that's what I'm looking for. We're now at the end of September. And traditionally, you know, market crashes can happen in October. That, in fact, in 87, it was October 2nd, you started to sell off. And um, so I'm looking at October as sort of an auspicious month for a possible crash. Nothing's guaranteed, but the potential is there. There's a lot of charts that I look at, advanced decline line, uh, momentum indicators, you know, RSI, uh, stochastics, as well as GAN. And they all kind of work together and they're all pointing one direction. We're going to have a crash. There's no question. Okay. So since we're um, taking uh, educated guesses here, what, what type of crash are we talking about on the S&P and also on the Dow? On the Dow, what's interesting is since you brought up the Dow, uh, for your listeners, uh, get a hold of a chart, go back to 1929 and tell me what date 
the market topped. In fact, it topped on September 3rd, 1929. And then it sold off 50% into November 13th. So in the space of a little over two months, it lost 50% of its value. That's pretty ugly. Now, here's the spooky thing that'll make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. This year, the Dow topped on September 3rd. One of the concepts of GAN is that the anniversaries of former highs and lows will repeat into the future. Maybe not in the exact same way. It doesn't have to be as bad as 1929. But it does suggest you're going to get a correction because we had our top in sync with the anniversary of the 1929 high for the Dow. So that's kind of spooky. And so if we start to sell off in October, I would recommend to your listeners, do not do the buy and hold thing. That's nonsense. You need to get out of harm's way. So if you get a rally this week, you see it's a little bit higher by the end of the week, I would just take the money and run, go to cash. Now, a lot of people, especially brokers, a lot of people in the markets, they don't like you going to cash, but I'm telling you, sometimes the best trade is cash. Because, you know, if you have money after everybody else has lost their money, you can buy stocks cheaply after the correction. So why not? You know, what's the worst that could happen? If I'm wrong and you went to cash, guess what? You've lost an opportunity, but the market, everybody knows it's already kind of toppy. So you probably haven't lost that much. And losing an opportunity is not as bad as losing 50% of your money. <laughs> and I'm saying it could be that bad. You could, this correction is going to be global. It's not going to just affect the Dow or the S&P. It's going to affect the NASDAQ. It's going to affect the Nikkei in Japan. It's going to affect uh, the Shanghai Composite Index. It's going to affect all markets, FTSE 100. Uh, this is a global stock market correction. So it's a big deal. This is one of the bigger events that I've been um, uh, witnessing in my career. I think this is going to be a big correction. Big correction. Okay, so what did the Dow close at today? Um, to be honest, let's see. I don't... Well, well, the market hasn't closed yet. Yeah, I don't think it's closed, and I didn't. No, nope, market's not closed yet. So didn't want to. It shows it's up twenty-seven two six five. It's up mm -hmm. half a percent. Mm -hmm. And the S and P's up uh, almost a full percent, thirty-three eleven. That's a nice move up for the S and P. Mm -hmm. This is actually what I told clients in my report for day. I said it would be ideal if we rally back in sync with the fall equinox mm -hmm. into Friday completing a lower high into the 180 solar degree count on Friday. And then say Friday afternoon, maybe with 30 minutes to go, the stock market starts to lose value. Mm -hmm. People sweat bullets over the weekend. And then mm -hmm. on Monday, you get a nice black Monday crash. You know, they come in, you haven't even had your coffee yet. And you hear on the radio or you watch on TV. Oh my God, it looks like the S and P is going to open down. 300 points and the Dow is going to open down 2000 points, whatever. Um, that's the kind of thing I'm expecting. I think it could be that ugly when it happens. It's not going to give you a chance. You will not get a second chance. So I'm warning people get out of the stock market, take advantage of this rally. If you rally the next couple of days, fine, just take the money and run, put it in cash, 
and just be ready for chaos. So the stock market right now, the Dow is at 27.267.59. Estimations on where it might be Friday or Monday? Uh, I think you could probably rally another 500 points. I, you know, I'm less, I thought I'm you less said it was going down. Price. I thought you oh, said down? it was going down. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying from here till Friday. No, 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 no. What, what do you expect that, you know, this big turmoil in the market is, where do you think the Dow and the S&P are going to be? Well, if we sell off on Friday or Monday, I think, like I said, you could open up down a thousand points on the Dow. Um, and I, that's just the start. That's not the yeah, end yeah, of but it. That's, yeah, but that's not a big downturn. I mean, thousand I'm saying up, thousand that's just down. the start. Yeah. Uh, if, if it starts down a thousand points, that's the, some, that's the starting line. They mm -hmm. just shot the gun. Boom. Everybody's mm -hmm. racing. That's, I'm saying markets go down a lot faster than they go up. Mm -hmm. And by November, right before the election, I have some cycles on November 2nd. And the election is November 3rd. I think you'll sell off into the election. Mm. In other words, uh, buy the rumors, sell the fact. If everyone expects chaos from this election because the country has become polarized, half the country is going to be very upset no matter who wins, right? That's a guarantee. That's well, a no, I think, I think if the Democrats win, you'll have 30, 20 to 30% of the population upset. If the Republicans win, I think you'll probably have 60% of the population upset. I don't think, I don't think it's an even 50-50 split. Well, I think whatever it is, I think there are going to be enough people who are angry that they're going to cause problems, either from the left or the right. And without getting into the politics. Well, let's talk about that. Let's not, I mean, talk about politics. I'm just saying, but when people make a statement that you think people from the left and right are going to be upset. What does that mean, upset? Well, I think they just won't accept the election. I mean, Trump is already, Trump followers have already made clear that if they don't win, they're not going to accept it. And, you know, if you look at Antifa, they, they've made it clear they're, they're not going to accept it either. So I think you have a country that's become more polarized where the now most people are not going to be upset. I mean, people in the middle are going to say, well, fine, but people on the far right or the far left are not going to accept it. Mm. But how will that have a negative effect on the markets, on the S&P and the Dow? Well, uh, what I've read, and I think it's possible, is that what, the worst case scenario is that you do not have a clear winner. And, you know, it might be a month or two before we know who's president. And so um, historically, I don't know if we've had that type of uncertainty, but uncertainty always makes the markets very fragile, would you say? Would you agree? Exactly. And that's why I say October, the market is a forward discounting mechanism. Here's what I think could happen. You sell off in October, they discount the worst possible news and then maybe we do have a clear winner and then the market bounces back in November. You get a reaction rally in November because everyone says, oh, we thought it would be total chaos and it turns out it's not. So they rally the stock market in November. But October is likely to be an ugly month. And if I'm right and stocks go down in October, then you'll probably get a reaction rally in November because maybe 
Maybe the worst will not happen. Maybe we'll have a clear winner and people will settle down and get used to the new president, whoever that is. And, you know, the market will rally for, you know, sort of a Christmas rally, if you will, into mid-December. Mid uh, but I think even if that happens, you probably go down again as we start the new year. And uh, one of the other concepts I mentioned before about the NASDAQ, 144-month cycle into November, there's also the same cycle for the S&P is due in March. So March of 2009 was the low, counting 144 months, that would take you to March 2021. And that's when I think you'll get the final low for the S&P is in March 2021. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Jim Smith. He is the founder and president of GAN Analysis LLC. He is a regular on this program and you could see all previous 11 interviews up on our podcast. And today we are having a special recording because Jim called me and felt that um, there are some things that he's seen in his uh, GAN analysis that he thinks that the market is going to have a major downturn over the, the next uh, few weeks. So, so Jim, um, you know, tell us about the success that you had, that, well, the call that you had with Tesla, uh, where I think you, you, you actually had a good call there. But then, of course, I think you said they split their stock and you hate when companies split their stock. But uh, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Well, actually, when we talked uh, in August, I mentioned, I showed you the chart of Tesla and it had a great 90 month cycle into high, uh, suggesting a high for September. And so it, the chart itself looked beautiful when we looked at it and then they split the stock and they ruined it because it looks much more parabolic pre-stock split than it does after, and it just looks much nicer, cleaner. Um, but the important thing was the 90-month cycle did call the top for Tesla. I believe that was an important top. Tesla is a bubble stock. It's A lot of people consider it a tech stock, uh, honorary FANG stock, because it trades like a FANG stock. You know, it, it went up 400% or whatever this year, and everyone goes, wow. You know, they keep discounting higher and higher prices for, and you're going like, well, no, that's, it's just got to end at some point. And sure enough, we recorded it in August. I said it was going to top in September and it did. Um, so one of the nuances of GAN is that there's always a poster child for any market correction. In this case, Tesla is a great poster child. It's basically gone up too much. Even Elon Musk came out and said, I, I think the stock is, our stock is trading too high. Well, stock trades down three, four percent when he utters those words. He tweets yeah, but out that. Is it, did he get in trouble for commenting um, about he his, did. his stock? And he's is, probably is, in trouble again. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Man. No, I think, you know, it's like he, I think it was just, uh, I wouldn't give him a hard time for that. I think he was just, I just speaking honestly, but I don't know. They're not, I guess as a CEO, you're not supposed to talk about it, but um, the reality is anyone who looks at the chart should know, yeah, he's right. It's trading too high. So he's just trying to be honest with people and um, give them the heads up. And he has his battery day today. Um, 
I haven't actually seen that, but I, I know that a lot of good things are coming from Tesla, especially the batteries. And the, the, the notion of the stock market is buy the rumor, sell the fact. So I thought this was perfect because the reality is everyone bids up the stock before battery day. And then of course, after battery day, they'll probably sell it off because, oh, he now says his, his battery development is not going to happen until 2022. So a lot of people thought, oh, we're going to have this new battery on, you know, uh, September 22nd. In fact, that never seemed logical to me, but um, people had this notion and they bid up the stock in advance of what they thought would be a big announcement. And now they find out, well, it's there, but it's not happening for a couple more years. So, right. right. Um, I like it. I like uh, Tesla. I love the company. Uh, I think he's done great things. So I no bad words about Tesla or Elon Musk because I think, wow, he's like a Thomas Edison. So I think he's done some great work, but the stock is not the company. And, you know, the man is not the stock. It's, it's basically you look at the stock separately and you say, hey, stock is too expensive. Might be a wonderful company, but the stock is too expensive. So I think it's a bubble stock, just like Google, Apple, you know, Microsoft, all these stocks went up too much. Okay. So um, during our last interview, you actually shared with us some um, particular uh, screens. Is there something you would like to show us today? Yeah. Let me see if I can bring something up here. Um, Uh, let's see, I just clicked on it and maybe it's, I clicked on screen share. Share screen, okay. Oh, okay. Um, the green, it's the green uh, button in the middle on the bottom, bottom middle. Yeah, I, I saw that. Can you see this now? I can. I can okay. see a very sophisticated chart. Yeah, there's maybe too much going on on this chart, uh, but I want to draw your attention to the vertical lines. The two vertical lines are um, that I'm pointing out here are uh, the, this is the fall equinox. This is the, uh, um, this is the summer solstice. Okay. And each time you have a vertical line, it shows you where the market is in relationship to the change in the seasons. So I'm just saying that, we have a change in trend. If we rally into it, um, we might rally a few more days beyond that. And then I think it's going to come down. And if you take out the support line at 3228, notice the other day we found support exactly on this square of nine level. We don't need to get into the square of nine in this interview, but it's one of GAN's tools that provides support and resistance. And we bounced off of that. That gave me the idea you're probably going to rally for a few days. Now, when we take that out, say Friday or Monday, you close below 3228, that'll be confirmation that we're likely going down. So that's kind of cool because that suggests to us confirmation that we got the cycle right. We're calling the market right. Now, so, this chart is based upon the S&P. Do you have a similar chart uh, for the Dow? Yeah, let me see if I can find the Dow. Um, I'll bring it up here. Just give me a second. Mm -hmm. um, 
So let's see here. Okay, so we've got a low here, 144 trading day count. So we're looking, at the Dow. we're looking at the Dow right now, right? Yeah, we're looking at the Dow. We started back in December of 2018. We rallied into high 144 trading days. We did another high 144 trading days later. And I believe this is a low and we'll get a rally for a few more days. We have other cycles. I told you about the solar degree count at the end of the week. So I think this is a low, but there is some interpretation here. Um, you could, somebody could argue that, hey, maybe this is sort of a high and we're going to go straight down. I wouldn't argue against that. I would just say, I would tell my clients, you know, wait until you see the market selling off before you get too excited. I think it's more likely to rally for a few days, maybe get a double top, and then you go down next week. And October, again, October is the classic time for markets to sell off in a big way. So I'm saying into next week, into October, look for things to start happening. Um, that's an interesting one. And this is kind of interesting. You're looking at, um, let's see here, September 3rd. This is an overlay chart. So this is 1929. And you can see this is the uh, 180 solar degree count from low March 23rd to September 25th is 179.6 solar degrees. So that's where I get that, that count that I'm talking about. That's where I'm saying you're probably going to rally into that date and then sell off thereafter. So if it follows that same pattern, um, then you, you have a pretty good trade. Um, it's the 24th, 25th, right into that time frame. You should be looking for the market to start to show weakness. And remember, it's it may not be obvious right away, but you know, next week I think you'll start to see uh, it'll become more obvious that we're we're starting a major correction. I see. And so, um, believe it or not, we're coming to the end of the program. But I do want to squeeze in. Uh, crypto, oil, and gold and silver. Um, what are your thoughts as to where uh, crypto is going to be? Uh, cryptocurrency, uh, we've got a GAN retracement at 12,419. If we close above it, we're likely to go to new highs. If we don't get above it, then no trade. So it's sort of an if-then statement. I'm waiting for a close above 12,419 then we can get excited about Bitcoin. Uh, for the moment, I'm just watching because you could make the argument that Bitcoin might sell off with the stock market. It, it's entirely possible, but I would, I think it'll probably go up rather than down, but I want to see it prove itself by getting above 12,419. And so oil, um, very interesting, you know, what, a couple of months ago, oil was down to zero. <laughs> Now it's back up to the 40-something. What are your thoughts about oil? Well, we got a lot of resistance at 43 to $45 area. I think it's going to be very hard to get above that $45 level. Um, and so I think it's more likely that, you know, when the market starts to sell off, oil will sell off. They generally go together. So if you get a big stock market sell off, people start discounting the idea the economy is slowing, recession, and demand for oil will go down. So, you know, oil goes down with the stock market. That's the more likely scenario. 
Okay. And um, when we when we think about um, gold and silver, what are your thoughts there? Well, gold and silver, I'm waiting. It's sort of like the same thing with Bitcoin. You can make an argument that silver might go down with the stock market. So if we don't get above $30 on silver, then you have to, you know, just wait and see what happens in terms of the price action. Same thing with gold. We want to see, normally gold is a safe haven. It should go up as stocks go down, but I still want to see some proof that it's going to rally. So I'd, if you see gold start to rally as stocks sell off, that's a good sign. If it doesn't, if it starts to sell off with the stock market, well, that's a bad sign. You know, it okay. could go down with the stock market. So, I know that's, that's mm -hmm. not classic wisdom. A lot of people think that gold has to go up with stocks go down, but I, I would like to see proof. So, Jim, we're at the close of our program, but I, I want people to be able to reach you. How can they get in touch with you? How can they talk to you? How can they get your reports? Uh, my website is www.ganalysis.net. That's G-A-N-N analysis, A-N-A-L-Y-S-I-S dot net. If you go and you register, you get free reports and you can send me an, e uh, an email from the website. That's, that's the best way to get a hold of me. Very good. Very good. Well, um, any closing thoughts for our listeners? Just get ready. Uh, Friday and Monday would be the ideal days for um, stocks to start to sell off again. We'll see what happens next week. I'd be especially interested to follow on Monday. So, all right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've heard of here from Mr. Jim Smith, who is the founder and president of GAN Analysis LLC uh, with his, uh, I think this is show number 12, Jim. So thank you for coming on the program. All right. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it, Daryl. Absolutely. This is Daryl Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM, streaming on the net at WSOU.net and on the iTunes Seton Hall University podcast under Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter. We want to thank you for your time. And remember, have a great evening, a great weekend. But always remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5 FM, WSOU.net.